Welcome to the Workplace Chameleon. On behalf of our team, I'm really glad you're here and that you did not change your mind about tuning in today, wherever you are, whatever you're doing. This is a 10-episode sprint as we wrap up 2023, although you may be listening to this at a very different time. I hope. I'm glad. Thank you. We are going to examine the phrase, changed my mind today, because as we have done for the last 70 plus episodes, we have been examining huh, change and our response to change, our individual response to change, our group response to change, how we make and remake organizations, how we're clear on where we're going, but flexible in how we get there. And how do we shift course? What does it mean when we have to make and remake? We're going towards that goal. I make a decision and then I change my mind. What does change your mind mean in change types of situations? I don't know. This this phrase kept coming back to me while I was researching this 10-episode sprint And so I dug into it a little bit. And what does that look like when an employee goes, nope, I changed my mind? Or a leader says, "Uh, no, I know I made that decision, but I changed my mind. Now, there are some other episodes that are dedicated to different types of behaviors that result from this. For example, wishy-washy leader was a previous episode. And so somebody who can't make a decision. But there's also an element in wishy-washy leader of, well, maybe this. Well, no, maybe that. Well, what about this? So how can we understand the decision-making process from flip-flopping to making a new decision based on emerging information or other types of data? What does change my mind with intention mean? It really means a redirection. And that's what I want us to consider for this time together is within complex organizational systems, when we make the best decision we know how to in that moment, huh? And then information changes, the situation adjusts, something new comes up. We have to change our mind. We have to move our decision point because new circumstances are around us. Now, there are all sorts of ways from song lyrics in the 1970s to internet memes or sayings, those cartoons that float around on our internet and on our phones through all sorts of different types of social media. There's a funny one that you can explore the origins on about change my mind, right? It's usually someone sitting at a table and asking you to argue with them, change my mind on this. Like, why is this not a good idea? The phrase change my mind is of English, the way I'm using it is out of English origin and has actually been documented in use for many centuries. And while the origin is not well documented, 
many common phrases and idioms evolve gradually over time because of everyday language usage. It's usually part of a broader body of expressions that describe, in this case, the act of altering one's thoughts, opinions, or decision. And it has been an integral part of the English language for some time under this fundamental concept that I am reconsidering or I am revising my mental stance on this. It's a pretty versatile expression and can be applied to a lot of different kinds of things. But there are certainly, of course, because of the human condition of changing your mind, variations of this in different languages and cultures. And while the words or expressions may vary, the underlying idea is much the same. The French, you might hear the expression that translates to changes one's opinion. Uh, Certainly in Spanish, to change one opinion or one mind, cambiar, the idea, right? So de opinión. So cambiar, to change. That's the only one I'm going to attempt to pronounce because I did have some Spanish in my background of of living abroad and uh, still very much um, a a beginning level speaker. But in German, there are um, versions of this, Italian, Chinese, Japanese, just a few of those examples and countless variations across languages and cultures We know that this human condition of changing our mind really means that we are now altering some previously held belief, opinion, decision, or attitude on a particular matter. When you consider today, what have you changed your viewpoint of in light of new information? How has your perspective shifted with new experience? Or is there something recently you have reevaluated your existing thoughts on? Changing your mind is actually a very common and natural cognitive process. And we're going to look at some reasons why people do it and then why also leaders need to understand the importance of this because sometimes we are not very forgiving. We get a little judgy. When someone changes their mind and now they do something different than they've done before and we're like, ah, ah, what's that about? And there are a number of reasons why it happens all the time. Let's think about some of those for a few moments. People change their minds for various reasons. Number one, new information. One of the most common reasons for changing one's mind is the acquisition of new information. When we receive credible and persuasive information that contradicts existing beliefs or opinions, we may reevaluate our stance or change our mind in light of that new evidence. Two, reevaluation of prior beliefs. Over time, individuals may engage in self-reflection and critical thinking, leading each of us to reevaluate our beliefs and values. I know I have. Have you? It is this introspection that can often lead to a shift in perspective or willingness to change one's mind. Number three, peer influence. 
the opinions and viewpoints of friends, family members, colleagues, peers can have a significant impact on individuals. So social pressure or the desire to conform to group norms may lead people to change their minds to align with the beliefs of their social circle. Number four, experience and learning. Personal experiences and life events can challenge and reshape our beliefs and attitudes. Encountering new situations or diverse perspectives can lead to changes in mindset. Number five, emotional factors, right? Life, emotional experiences can play a role in changing one's mind. Emotional events, such as personal crises, loss, can lead individuals to reconsider their priorities, values, and decisions. Personal crises could include also significant life events, health, an unexpected or traumatic change. What else? Hmm... How about some external events and influences, changes in our environment around us, such as political events, economic conditions, or social movements can prompt people, you, me, you, the other you, right, to reconsider our position and adapt to evolving circumstances. We are supposed to change. What else? Oh, I think about critical thinking and self-reflection evaluate our own beliefs and reasoning, feedback and constructive criticism. Maybe we've heard from someone that can highlight areas where we may need to reconsider our own thoughts or actions. Receiving feedback can be a catalyst for change. You know, I think about personal growth and development. As we grow and mature, perspectives evolve and personal growth can and should lead to changes in values, priorities, and beliefs. I was working with a coach of mine, multiple coaches, just depending on what's going on in my life. And and I, I love it. I One of the phrases that came back to me from one of my coaches, we were talking about just past parts of us, previous ages. And she said, I'm not that person anymore. And I went, no, none of us are, right? And I knew that, and that's why we bring good people into our lives like coaches, because they help us see something in a different perspective. And we were talking about some of our youth and early years, teens and 20s. I'm simply not that person anymore. I'm not the person I was yesterday. And yet one of the things we see with this is there is great work done around cognitive dissonance theory, which shows us that individuals have an innate drive to maintain maintain consistency in our beliefs and actions. And when we perceive inconsistencies, they may change beliefs to align with their actions or vice versa. So I love humans mostly, right? We're just this interesting, complex combination of, of not being the same person we are, but wanting to be consistent there certainly can be external rewards or consequences for changing our mind, moral or ethical considerations. Uh, so people change their mind for a variety of reasons, and these changes can result from 
all sorts of internal things, external things, emotional experiences, as well as a commitment to growth and self-improvement. We should actually celebrate the ability for someone to change their mind when presented with new information or different perspectives, because this is an essential aspect of critical thinking and adaptability. But go back to the mantra I love, help more, judge less. We get judgy. It goes back to that desire for consistency and you just did something different than I expected. And so now I don't want different, I want same. And yet we're supposed to change. So if changing our minds is a natural part of what we'll call cognitive brain, flexibility, growth, and adaptation, we do. We get persuaded. We get feedback. Our experience changes it. Social influence, right? Changing circumstances, new goals, health and well-being. What does that mean for us as leaders? So now I carry the weight of some responsibility, whether I'm a people leader, a project leader, a technical expertise leader. Now I'm in a role of influence. And when we are making important decisions that not only impact us, but impact people around us, changing one's mind can be seen as adaptability and open-mindedness and a willingness to consider new information or perspectives. And leaders should do this. But do we get a little judgy? Do we go, "Uh, no, you made this decision already. Why would you change it? Well, of course, leaders may receive new and relevant information that wasn't available when the initial decision was made. That new data can lead to a change in perspective or need to reevaluate the decision. Titian Bennis's book called Judgment and Decision Make Judgment uh, about judgment decision making uh, uses a concept called redo loop. Like I made the best decision I knew how at the moment, but we got to circle back because circumstances are always changing. External factors making the original decision no longer viable or appropriate, needs to be addressed. We have to adapt to evolving situations, leaders, and we need feedback and input. When we seek feedback from team members, colleagues, or experts, and it's compelling or presents different viewpoints, we may need to reconsider. We also should revisit decisions with a more Thorough analysis reveals the costs that outweigh the benefits or vice versa. This can also lead to a shift in our chosen course of action. In business or other competitive environments, leaders need to change their strategies based on shifts in the market, customer preferences, or actions of competitors. If we don't change our mind, we're done. If we don't change, we're done. There can also be situations that we discover our initial decision may have legal or ethical implications, and we change our minds to ensure compliance. 
Leaders need to reevaluate decisions when they realize that the chosen path doesn't align with long-term organizational goals or personal goals. Adjusting the decision is often necessary for strategic reasons. Team dynamics or morale can be negatively impacted by a decision, and we may go, oops, <laughs> didn't mean for that to happen. So I'm going to change my mind to maintain a positive or productive work environment. Leaders in the public eye carry some additional weight because they may change their minds in response to public opinion, particularly when maybe a majority of constituents express dissatisfaction with the decision. And ultimately, this, this should lead us to growth. When effective leaders are open to personal growth and learning from their experiences, they do better. They gain more knowledge and experience and recognize that they may need to revise past decisions. There are all sorts of pressures these days from stakeholders, pressuring leaders to change their minds, environmental or global factors, financial constraints, whereas leaders need to adjust our decisions to ensure financial stability, personal growth and reflection, trial and error. Maybe it was just a hypothesis or an experiment. Maybe we just needed to pilot something practice it, learn from it so we can pivot and change direction. What could this reflection mean for you today? It's okay to change your mind. We actually need to. I would just encourage you to not leave others in the dark. A lot of times I end up coaching leaders to bring other people along. They know where they're going. They know the rationale for why they did this, not that. But you got to fill people in. We cannot read your mind when you change your mind. Leaders need to change their minds on important decisions for a wide range of valid reasons. Flexibility and adaptability are essential for us to be able to grow and make informed adjustments when necessary. It is actually a sign of intellectual flexibility, adaptability, and part of a normal human experience. It's not a sign of weakness or inconsistency as long as you take both the opportunity, and the responsibility to understand why you made the decision, gather good data, and get more perspective and bring other people along. In fact, changing your mind based on new information and thoughtful consideration can be a positive and better response to the complexities of life and, in a larger scheme, the pursuit of truth. Give that some thought today. If you've changed your mind recently, can you go back and bring some other people into that discussion so they understand the why? Lots for us to consider 
Thanks for joining in. We'll be back soon. Learn something new today. Smash those mental health stigmas and make good choices. And by the way, if you make some bad choices, change your mind. Go back and make a better one. Until next time, this is Dr. Selena.